This Tuesday, Ireland head to Sweden in a bid to keep their World Cup hopes alive. Five yards out, in towards O'Sullivan with the header! And the hat-trick! Full live and exclusive commentary on Tuesday at 5.30, only on OTB Sports Radio. OTB AM With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Delighted to say we are joined by Kerry's Dara Moynihan and David Clifford. We are here at the launch of the Rockshore Killarney Club Sevens, a Gaelic football seven-a-side tournament that Spa GEA are organising over the June bank holiday weekend. They're going to have 20 men's and ladies teams from all over the country that are going to do battle to win a share of a 10 grand prize pot. Entertainment is going to be guaranteed both on and off the pitch with a wide array, uh, a wide array of musical acts playing all weekend in the Rockshore tent. In addition to that, then there'll be a food corner and a kid's corner, ensuring there's going to be someone, something for everyone. Now you can buy tickets for this on KillarneyClub7s.ie and that's the number seven, KillarneyClub7s.ie. Darrow, we might kick things off with yourself. You're obviously a spa man. Can you tell us a little bit about this event and, and how it came up? Uh, so I didn't have much really to do with it, but it was Jane, Evan and Stem and a few others just came up with the idea and they put it into motion really. And Shane just got onto Rockshore and all these just to get sponsors and he made out this big massive kind of plan for us and then starting to they got the ball rolling really. So yeah, it's great for to be fair home as well, like huge. June bank holiday weekend, not a bad time to be around Clarney as well. No, it was always a busy weekend anyway, like, but this is gonna make it even busier now because after getting clubs from evening lives, he was just telling me there that St. Kiernan's from London are coming now as well. So that's going to be huge, obviously. Like, And there's teams from Dublin and Galway and Cork and everything. So it'll be class. What's the biggest thing in Clarny already on the June Bank holiday? It's the, the Bikers Fest, is it? Do you think you'll be able to persuade a few of them to come over to Spa GEA for the weekend? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, yeah. There's shuttle buses and everything running from town and stuff like that. So surely they, they might take a trip up there. Brilliant, brilliant. Since you've become a Kerry senior, Dara, how heightened has the importance of your club become to you? The fact that you can do so much because you're obviously one of the more visible players of the club right now. Uh, yeah, sports huge to be fair. Like they've, whenever I needed anything, they've always given it to me. Access to the gym the whole time, even during lockdown and stuff like that. Like they gave access to it the whole time, so it was very handy to get your gym sessions done and stuff. So yeah, it's massive. David, what about yourself? Then obviously, uh, good foster man yourself and party flying the flag for the club at the moment on the county scene. Again, is it a, is it a similar thing where I guess your club is growing constantly year after year? Is it hammering home the importance of it when you're representing Kerry on the county stage as well? Yeah, massively. Like you said, um, in Fossil, we're, I suppose we're lucky. The population is growing, um, so so we're, we're up and coming, you'd say. Um, but uh, yeah, it's massive. I suppose you always have a realisation of the importance of the club. Um, and like that, you can, I suppose, see the joy that it brings to the people in the club when, when you're able to represent Kerry. But I suppose, more importantly, then we come back and represent Fossil. Uh, I'm interested, lads, in, in the relationship between you two because you go back a long way. You're obviously not from the same club, but you're obviously uh, both lads who, who went to school in Clare and you would have played for, for the SEM for quite a bit. But I just wanted to start with the, the 2016 minor team that you were a part of. Like I'm sure that's, it's six years removed from it now at this point, but if you look back at some of the names from that minor team, yourselves were in it, Graham O'Sullivan, Mike Breen, Sean O'Shea, Dermot O'Connor, Stefan Cunbar. If it wasn't for injuries, chances are the entirety of those seven players would have played against Mayo in the league final in some capacity a couple of weeks ago. Did you know, David, at that point, that that dressing room was going to be as strong as it was? Uh, sure, I suppose probably not. Um, at the time, we would have known that 
I suppose the only way really looking at form at minor teams is a lot of those lads that you mentioned run the 2015 team so mm. I suppose they're going to be the staples then for, for your 2016 team but uh, I suppose at the time we didn't but uh, you know I, I suppose we, we were lucky to be successful at that grade and then things just kind of rolled on from there and it just I suppose it happened so fast from there that you're kind of in it then before you realise it you know yeah, for sure. I, I can remember, Dara, your interview after the Hogan Cup final in, in 2017. You were captain that year and you, you gave a great interview about all the work that had been done in the SEM and, and across Clarny in general. And you mentioned Vince Cooper, who was, who was constantly working with you at that point, that it seemed to me that that underage success was built on the basics of, of skills and not so much the, the SNC, which was important as well. But th- those development teams were, were very much based on the basics. Yeah, like from from the first year in sixteen and stuff, I can remember like we actually did no running. Like after after sure, like it was all football, all just was all kicking the ball, like every single session was all kicking the ball. And he said, like, even if things were going wrong for you, just always stick to kicking the ball in, like you know, it's gonna stick. So like it was it was all, all skills really, like, you know. Right, because I, I guess had maybe other counties had kind of gone away from that a little bit that they'd focused on building athletes and not focused on how to win football matches. Exactly, yeah. Like like the years before that, I remember we used to be running to the ground, like, and I suppose <laughs> you kind of peaked too early and stuff then, like, enjoyed the clicks for it. So it was just all skill, really, like, so it was very good, to be fair. What, what ages were you running to the ground at? I said the year before that, really. The year right. before that in 15. We won't say who the manager was. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, um, that Hogan Cup final of 2016 is an interesting one. He scored 2-9 between you. St. Pat's, your opponents, scored 2-6 on the day. David, you were wearing 11. Did you play at centre-forward that day? Uh, yeah, I played 11 for most of the day. I played yeah. 11 a lot that year. Um, we were very strong inside. We had Evan Cronin and I'd say maybe... Mikey Casey, I'd say from Crokes, were the two, and oh, David Shaw, of course, they were inside, so we were strong. Um, so I went to eleven that year. Um, yeah, I probably haven't played there a whole pile since, but it was it was very enjoyable that year anyway, definitely. Yeah, but uh, I didn't know that I moved to the inside line maybe late in the game, but uh, I've I've been able to stay a lot closer to the goal since that. Anyway, when you were a half forward, would you be working as hard as Darren Moynihan would have been working out in the forty? No, no, not a whole. <laughs> Would you have to make up a small bit for that then, Dara, if there's a, if there's a fella playing 11 who's who's just l- looking to get close to goal? Uh, definitely, yeah. Definitely would have to, 100%. Uh, do you remember much about that day? I think Connor Glass was playing for St. For Pat's that day, was he? He was, yeah. Yeah. Was there much talk around him at that point? I, I, yeah, there was. Uh, they had, I think it was... So I can't remember exactly. No, I think it was his second or third Hogan Cup final at the time. Yeah. I don't know, had they won one and maybe lost another one to Dingle? Um, so there would have been a big hype around it. I suppose there was a definitely like a, a fear factor we were to the game as well, I think. Um, yeah. But to come out the right side of it was was class at the time. Uh, when you chart through your underage um, years, just to stick with this for a moment, there's obviously a lot of very interesting things here. David, yourself, I think this kind of brought up uh, got brought up last year when, when he scored that goal against Galway quite a bit just your, your own soccer background uh, obviously the, the, when you go back and, and look at it the, the Kennedy Cup of, of 2013 I think it was was an interesting one when you look at the names that were playing in the Kennedy Cup on, on the national scene as well as in the Kerry scene I think Dermot O'Connor was on, on that Kennedy Cup team with you and there was a real correlation between and there always is between the, the good GEA players in Kerry and, and those that make that team 
Uh, yeah, um, I we would have played a lot of soccer. We both played with Clarny Celtic. Um, I was actually I, I got injured just before the Kennedy Cup, so Jim O'Connor took my place as a centre half for, for the for the tournament. Um, but I played I played a few games here and there. We we had Reno Sullivan was our main man who would have went across the water to Brighton in the in the few in the years or so after um, after the Kennedy Cup. Uh, so he 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 carried us on, on his back to be fair to him. Right. And so, like at that point, you're obviously gunning to be starting centre back for Kerry. And what what was it? The last minute injury that that pulls you out of it? Uh, yeah, I was just just a few weeks before. It, I think yeah, it was only a minor injury, but it just came at the wrong time. Right, uh, Dara, how close did you come to making Kennedy Cup? I was a bit off a note, to be honest. <laughs> I was I was, was kind of like a Trent Alexander right back. He was kind of like a Harry Maguire centre back, you know, but he was even taller. That's why I was bigger. <laughs> uh, so you're you're bobbing forward constantly, Dara. I no, I was no, I was a bit off now making the kidney cup now, to be honest. But yeah, I can't remember how they did that year. I think Stefan on that team, I think actually, I think he was centre mid or something. Who who was? Stefan Cumber. Oh team. yeah, yeah. Not sure who else was on. Honest, I can't really remember. I think that year as well, you had Craig Casey playing for Limerick and you had Darrow O'Shea playing for, for the DDSL that year as well. So it's a, it's a, it's a fairly random year with, with some of these names that when you look back 10 years later, it's incredible. Like the, to kind of stick with that again, David, one of the other things that gets brought up when, when you're a soccer background is mentioned is a game, and I'm not sure were you playing in this one, Dara, but a game for the SEM against Callis Sanctuary College in 2014 and Aaron Connolly was playing for, for the Galway team that day. Yeah, uh, no, that was the that was we'll say my own age. So that was the age below there. But uh, right, we, we actually won the. I said we won the other in that year. I think we were under fifteen. Um, yeah, I think, but again, Connolly was the year below us, so we had a bit of size advantage on him. So we won really too much. <laughs> <laughs> but what was he like to play against at that point? Uh, yeah, he was good at the time. I suppose like that. You, you there, 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 there's so much talk about fellas at that age. I think he, we, we, we would have known about him, right? Um, he was good. He was lively. Yeah, but like. Uh, we, I think we won the game four or five nil, so he was, he wasn't, he wasn't a major factor. I don't think. It's it's incredible, really. I think he did score though, did he in that game? Maybe he did. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a five, was a five one. It's a, there's something on there's something on the same website anyway that, that I got sent a while ago. I think Conley did get one, but okay. um, but that was it. Five one, I think, was the full time scoreline yeah. against Aaron Conley. Like, was there ever a point, David, where where um, going to England or, or professional contract was going to be up for grabs for you? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I wouldn't have been good enough. Like I was right. a decent enough centre half, but I'm sure it, I, we had, we played enough soccer at a high enough level where if if we were good enough, we would have been spotted. I think we got to the our team at Clarny Celtic. This is when what was Dara's age, so the age above me. We 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 got to the quarter final of the national cup. We lost to Cherry Orchard one year. Um, we were we were able to play at a high level. Do you know what I mean? But if we were good enough, we probably would have been spotted. And how come you were a centre back and you were a corner forward in football? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know where that. I was. I, would, I kind of started off as left back. Um, I suppose it was a lot. Of, maybe it was down to the size. Um, maybe I wasn't good enough for my feet or up the field. <laughs> uh, were you in the same class in school? You were. We were yeah. the same year. Yeah. Same year. Yeah. 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 What was because having gone to the same as well? Those um, PE sessions when you get let play indoor soccer are pretty interesting. What was that like for you? An absolute hacking session it was. 
Go on, explain that one. Uh, I just said, Arthur for sure trying to ref the games. It was just non-existent. <laughs> Arthur Fitzgerald, of course, the current SNC coach of the Kerry senior team. Uh, is He's still a teacher in the semi, I think, is he? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, right. Um, and what, what, but obviously, like, I mean, he, it's not necessarily his fault. It's the players that are, that are in the, the court at that point. So, so like, was there a beef there? Was there rivalry? How come it kind of broke out into a hacking session? The, the issue with it was, we, it was we, we used to bring gear, so you used to have to play in your socks. Um, <laughs> and so you couldn't keep your feet, so there was tackles coming in from all angles, and it used to be murder, murder. <laughs> and were you, were you like a tidy right back during those indoor soccer games, now, or did you try and get in the mix? Well, I was a striker then, I was like Carlos Tevez. <laughs> <laughs> and where did you play, David? Yeah, I was, I'd say I was a centre mid in those games. Right. Just pick, picking yeah. the pass in indoor soccer, not an easy thing to do. No, exactly. Geez, that's playing indoor soccer in your socks. I'd say your Kerry development coaches wouldn't have been overly happy to have heard news of that. That's a, that's po- that's like playing on an ice rink. Yeah, it was dodgy, right? There was, a, there was a few injuries picked up for the fellas that missed games a few weeks after, especially in the time of the Hogan Cup. You used to go down there, but uh, it, was, it, was, it was good fun. It had toughened you up a small bit, I'd imagine, those, those kind of Art of Fitzgerald just refusing to referee the game. That would, yeah. He'd get a bit in then after if he wasn't doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lads, I must ask you about the, the season so far. It's obviously been a, a pretty successful one. Uh, Dara, just starting with yourself, I mean, one of the moments at the league, from your perspective, I'd imagine, was that goal against Dublin in Tralee. How much of a, a focus has that been for you this year, uh, trying to get back on, not get back on the score sheet, but adding more scores to, to your game and getting goals, especially on top of that? Yeah, I suppose, like, the management said it to me, like, you need to get on the score sheet more, like, really, John. Like whatever about doing everything else, like you need to make an impression on the scoreboard as well. So I'm trying to do that as much as I can. And look, the league was obviously successful for us, but we just have to park that now and focus on the rest of the year. But it was good league, to be fair. I actually ask you about your first year uh, coming into the Kerry panel because you, you came in, in in 2019, and I think you basically started every game. Once you kind of started one, you were you were in the team. How? easily uh, did you step up or how difficult was it given the physicality the fitness the reading of the game that's needed in the half forward line in the modern game uh, well I suppose like the first two sessions no, it's, it was tough to be fair like you can, like step up from under 20 and even club training like or district training like there's just a different intensity to like tackles are harder the pace is faster coming in marking likes of Paul Murphy and these fellas at the first session like so it was very tough but you just get used to it really after a couple of sessions, really. And then I remember the first game, the league debut, I wasn't even supposed to be starting, but Peter just told me then, when we were at the pre-match meal, that I'd be starting. Right. So I was kind of nervous then, and just, I don't know, it was just went well that day, to be fair. And what was the, the, the biggest thing about that first game, once you actually get into game mode, once you go beyond training, that, that you noticed about the step up to senior football? The physicality, really. You know, like some fella pulling off you the whole time not much time on the ball and you don't have much time to think and stuff I suppose the tackles are harder as well but you just I suppose like that's where the strength and conditioning comes into then as well on top of it so you just get used to it How long does it take to get to get used to it? Does, does it take you a season or two? I suppose it does really like but like it's it's different for everyone really you know can't really yeah. put a time limit on it Yeah no I can imagine uh, David you were obviously in a year before that you were in in 2018, obviously one of the, the high points of that year was was Clonus, the last minute goal. I'm just interested in the makeup of that goal because it's 
James Dunhu with a big ball into the full forward line. Donahue knocks it down for you back at the net. Almost three different generations of, of forward in that team, in that one goal. How much did you learn from the two lads that year? Uh, yeah, a massive amount. Um, like that, I suppose I, I was... Um, no, when I came in, neither of them would have played a whole pile of football in the league. Um, I think they were both in nursing injuries, but when they were able to come back in, um, you were just trying to, I suppose, act as a sponge and trying to take in as much as you can from them. Um, like each of them are in, in, in either carry forwards, I suppose, would are always very willing to to share their knowledge, even and even even if it's not through through talking, if it's just through watching them. Uh, there was always a lot to be learned. What would have been the big thing you learned from them? Um, yeah, like I suppose different things. Um, a lot of the stuff from Danny he would have been just around the I suppose how you carry yourself and and how you uh, I suppose how you maybe behave on the pitch. Um, and then different stuff I suppose from James just in you know just around kicking and. Uh, just movement really I suppose in and around the top of the D and stuff like that um, so again it's just hard to pinpoint stuff but there's there's a lot of stuff there that, That's the real thing because like James Dunahoo is, is doing our, our football pod with Tommy and Paddy this year and some of the nuggets that we're getting on the podcast already really it's exactly as you said there it's the movements that seems to be his thing and he'd be talking a lot to even like the, the half forwards in terms of the exact sort of pass that you want as a corner forward Yeah yeah that's definitely a factor I think that probably comes with with time, it's it's very hard to build those relationships when you know you're you're so focused on maybe making the not making the team. Um, when when the team gets a bit more a bit more settled, I suppose you can you can start building those relationships then with the players around you, which which is massive. And when you talk about Donaghy giving you the information about how you should carry yourself in the fields, like the man is just a, a born winner; he doesn't back down whatsoever. He, he definitely brought that edge to Kerry in the mid two thousands that was absolutely essential at that time. It seemed. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, like you said, I suppose he, he never backed on from anything, but always carried himself in, in the right way too, which which is a big thing. Uh, Dara, just in terms of the, the change of management this year, has that led to a change in role for you at all this year? Or, or is your work essentially the same and it's just about building on the last couple of years? Uh, I, I don't think it's changed that much now, to be honest. Yeah, I suppose Jack's just focusing more on getting the ball and kicking the ball into full forward and really as much as possible. You know, getting them one-on-ones really is a big factor like for us. So I suppose the wing forward role doesn't really change much really. So working hard, getting on the brakes, moving the ball forward. like. So no, I don't think it's changed that much. And are you enjoying your football more this year? Um, I mean, like, this is, like you'd enjoy it like any time you play for Kerry. Sure. You'd enjoy it really like, but this year so far, it's been very enjoyable now to be honest. Yeah, getting back out in front of a full Croke Park the last day, I'm sure. Uh, didn't harm that any bit. Uh, David, obviously, the, the day out against Mayo was an interesting one. Did you find, like uh, uh, Dara mentioned there, they're getting into one-on-one situations in the full forward line. Did you find that those opportunities presented themselves easier to you in Croke Park than they did against Tralee against Mayo? Did, did you find that you were in one-on-one situations more that day? Uh, possibly. I suppose the weather had something to do with that too, maybe. Um, but yeah, I suppose maybe we did get a few more for our one-on-one situations. But um you know, every day is different. You know, you can't probably read a whole, a whole pile into into any game like that. Yeah, I have to ask, what did Portugal horror say? Uh, not much, not much, not much. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, was it was it good? Was it bad? Was it uh, was it was it something that made you think I need to I need to notch up a few scores here? I know. To be fair, there wasn't a whole pile. No, it was it was it, right. was, it was a good battle. There wasn't a whole pile in it. Okay, fair enough. Um, in general, then on that on that point, 
how much has certain moments in your uh, senior career so far, uh, I, I guess, developed you mentally uh, on that front? I mean, there's obviously the, the famous example in, in Eden Dork where the referee sends you off after Tyrone lads are, are talking in your ear. Have you got used to that, basically, the, the, the yapping from a back, which is obviously part and parcel of the game? Uh, yeah, it is, it is. It's part and parcel of it, exactly. Like, you you just can't react. I suppose the feeling you get of being sent off, whether you're rightly or wrongly sent off for reacting, is it's just it's the worst feeling you can have. Like, you just feel like you've left everyone down. So uh, I don't uh, don't want to don't want to experience that again. So are, are you basically thinking about that in that moment, trying to yeah. restrain yourself, thinking that could be the worst outcome here? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Dar, what about yourself? Is that, that a, anything you battle with at the moment in terms of yapping with your man at all. It's, I'd say you probably are up and down the pitch too much for that to happen, are you? I wouldn't get as much attention as him, no, no. no. It'll be the after words sometimes. Nothing much, no. <laughs> uh, lads, great to chat to you. Just a reminder that once again, we're here today to mark the launch of the Rockshore Clarny Club Sevens that'll be held this June Bank holiday weekend in Spa GEA Club Clarny. This promises to be a great weekend full of fun and excitement for people of any age and be sure not to miss out. If you want to get tickets for this, you can go to Clarny Club Sevens and that's the number seven in the middle of that website clarnyclub7s.ie David Clifford Dara Moynihan thanks a million for your time all the best cheers on thank you OTB AM with Gillette get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar